Hello and welcome to the Pod Charles Cinecast, presented by the Prince Charles Cinema. This is your host, Jonathan Foster, here. Each and every week, I'm here with you, and I normally have a co-host. But uh, yeah, we had a really nice, fun episode lined up this week. But unfortunately, my co-host and adopted stepson, uh, Phil, he hurt his back yesterday, and uh, he didn't get much sleep last night. And he was a big, important part himself and his uh, partner, who also works at the cinema, Dusty, were a big part of our plans this week. And unfortunately, they were unable to join me this week for this episode that we had planned, which we'll now do next week, hopefully. Um, so yeah, that kind of put me in a really funny <laughs> position where I'm having to do this alone. Uh, so I've done this a couple of times. Uh, right now, I feel okay. Uh, I've got something really nice laid out for you in in place of the planned episode we had, and hopefully it turns out okay. You know, because you know when life hands you lemons, show must go on all that all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you will enjoy this episode. Uh, it's something a little bit different. Anyway, this week at the Prince Charles Cinema, we began what we are calling the PCC Nostalgia Project. You may have seen it in Tuesday's email. That sounds really covert, doesn't it? But anyway, but what this is, is that it's that we find ourselves in a really funny time right now um, with everything that's going on in the world. And it's got us thinking about the future and also thinking a lot about the past. And like, I will sometimes get asked questions about the cinema's history, like with this podcast and stuff. Uh, why are we called the Prince Charles Cinema? Or were we ever a pornographic cinema? Or do we have cinema ninjas? Or is the cinema haunted? And surprisingly and uh, embarrassingly for a couple of these, I I won't know the answer. And uh, that happens sometimes in person at the cinema itself. And, um, and it's not just me. It'll be my colleagues as well. It's some stuff that we've talked about lately. And this is something that I've wanted to do with this podcast as well is add more history to the podcast. Mind you, we've done it with episodes like what Jamie was on. We've had... Uh, you know, things more so about like the projection side of things, but overall, like we lack a lot of the history side of things and the past of the cinema. And uh, of course, those are just a few examples. Uh, we, of course, have a certain amount of history at hand at any given time, but our current ownership really has only been around since the early 90s. And there are, I'm sure, a plethora of stories, facts, events, photos, you name it, from that time. Uh, relatively up to present day that we don't know about or forgot about. So, you know, even though our current ownership has been around for nearly 30 years, um, yeah, that sort of stuff can kind of get lost on us. Uh, but what about before that, before our current ownership? Uh, we know little details about things, you know, from the 80s and stuff like that. But, you know, of course, there's things like the readograph signs that we see, we get sent a lot, like, for instance, Evil Dead premiering here in the 80s, and we've talked about it on our Evil Dead episode in the past. Uh, there's a readograph out there for The Last Tingo of Paris uh, from the 70s when that premiered here. And also there's little things like, you know, Caligula, you know, like used to be a big thing at the Prince Charles Cinema. Uh, but what else is out there? We, of course, have had countless sing-alongs like Sound of Music and Rocky Horror Picture Show hosted by Singalonga since 1999. And we are the original home of Fright Fest since the year 2000. Uh, we are also the London home of The Room, as Tommy Wiseau and sometimes Greg Sestero have come here for the, like the last eight years or so with that disaster piece of the film. And uh, Kevin Smith has joined us regularly over the last decade for some pretty riveting talks and film screenings. And even Zach Galligan from gremlins has popped in a couple of times uh with gremlins and that's really cool we've had tarantino join us a couple of times over the years and most recently with an amazing performance with uh once upon a time in hollywood where danny boyle joined him for a director's uk event unfortunately a lot of people didn't get to come out to see that because it was like a special thing for director uk which was a shame and hopefully tarantino comes back someday but uh, with the Directors UK thing, they actually did put that on podcast form. So if you want to check that out, look up Directors UK. Uh, I believe they had it on SoundCloud. And you, you can find that Tarantino with Danny Boyle conversation live from the Prince Charles Cinema. 
yeah, also Paul Thomas Anderson's popped over a few times. Christopher Nolan and Tom Hardy have both popped in just to see some things. Edgar Wright's popped in for numerous events, plus just to see some things. I mean, the list goes on. There's been countless things and memories and stuff like that. And uh, we'd love to see, you know, some some of your memories about those things that I've mentioned. But also, there will be many events that happened years ago that we have no clue about or record of. So this is where you guys come into hand. We want to piece together the definitive history of the Prince Charles Cinema. So what we need from you is pictures, stories, information, everything. Whether you've been with us once, or you've been a regular for decades, or you worked at the Prince Charles Cinema back in the day, like before any of us have worked there, or even when it was formerly known as the Prince Charles Theater, yeah, it used to be a theater, um, we'd love to hear from you. I don't know if my reach will go out to any of those people. I, I, you know, It might surprise me. I don't know. I know a lot of people listen to this podcast that don't ever reach out to us. Um, so if you have any of this information, you listen to us. I'd love to I'd love to hear about it myself, but also I'll give you an email in just a second of where you can send it for the whole team because we're trying to put this all together. So send your pictures of the cinema or theater, of you and your mates visiting, the readograph, any readograph photos you have, the bar, because that's changed numerous times. Uh, the screens themselves, which is a bit naughty, uh, your ticket stubs, like, cause we've had numerous styles of ticket stubs over the year or different types of programs from over the year. Uh, any PCC merchandise that you've had, uh, perhaps your old PCC uniform. If you used to work at the cinema, uh, posters, listings, screenings, you, anything you've been to Q and A's premieres, send us your stories, your weird moments. Tell us what you miss most. Tell us about the first time you visited us. Article clippings, headlines, mentions, what the place was like in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever. If you've got it, send it to us. Uh, email us at hello at princecharlescinema.com. Uh, you can send any of this stuff to us, and we'd love to call through it. We've been getting quite a few emails from people already because this has gone out on social media and our email on Tuesday, like I said earlier. So yeah, I mean, it's great. It's really been nice to see all these things. And uh, this PCC Nostalgia Project really has gotten me thinking about the podcast memories. Uh, we just celebrated our one-year anniversary. And on recent episodes and via Twitter, we were discussing some of our favorite moments from our first year. I think with us moving with what the cinema is doing and my plans being derailed this week, this episode maybe uh, would just turn into sort of a clip show, you know, like a 90s sitcom uh, don't we just love those episodes, those lovely clip show episodes? Anyways, I've pieced together an assortment of memories incorporating some clips of us talking about the last year with a few actual highlights as well. And of course, if you're like a long-time listener of this podcast, you may have heard this before, like these these bits before, and uh, this may not be for you, but maybe it is. Maybe it'll warm your heart. And uh, if you're a new listener that we've gained since this lockdown started, well, maybe it'll be sort of a fun and new new way to encourage you to check out some of our past episodes. First up, though, I'll just go ahead and get into it. Uh, first off is myself and Phil from last week's Star Wars episode, which was a really fun episode. Um, thanks again to Phil, who uh, did a great job, you know, writing that episode because I didn't feel like doing it last week. So. Um, Maybe that's what happened to him. He just, it took it out of him. I don't know. Anyway, hopefully Phil uh, feels better uh, and is back next week, you know, 100%. So everybody send your well wishes to Phil. Uh, I swear it's not COVID. He said his back back was hurting him. So don't worry. Um, But anyway, we were discussing some of our favorite moments from last year in our Star Wars episode. But the thing is, it was actually just like a really long episode. So I cut out like this whole conversation really. Um, so this is actually brand new and never been heard. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, luckily, I remembered that it existed. So here's some fresh podcast memories. Yeah, that was something Ari and I were talking about. And also I did a bit of a, a thread on Twitter about some of my favorite moments of of the podcast and stuff. Um, we can quickly do that if you want to do that before we get into our main event. 
what best episode? Yeah, some of your favorite memories since you've been on board, or just oh um, you know, yeah, you... I'm I'm biased because you know I like the ones that I'm on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the the Godfather episode, one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, Amelie and Groundhog Day. Anyone where I just got to be silly, and while you're trying to talk about the film, yeah, yeah, I no, really those, enjoy those. Those were like the episodes though where um, it was just us, and we were just clicking and it was just funny because it was just like we were just being so stupid and like i don't no, know I'm, if people really like those episodes obviously it seems like people <laughs> seem to like the groundhog day episode but i mean i personally the the godfather episode was like one of the most fun things to edit like it was just mm. so silly like the whole time mm. i was laughing because we were just being completely dumb yeah <laughs> i love the uh Intel trilogy I'm yeah. a big fan. Just because you slowly break down <laughs> as they go on and you become more and more exhausted and more and more aggressive <laughs> as you talk about these people yeah. and these movies. I like those, the Lady Night episode, um, yeah. the Kevin Smith episode, the Room special. Um, Which is I mean, part of the I, Incel trilogy. <laughs> exactly. I just, yeah, I mean, honestly, the, even stepping away, I really enjoyed the mm. podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Jeff? I saw your thread. Yeah, yeah. You wanna drop any? Yeah, I mean the Incel trilogy for sure. Like the Rim episode was really fun. It was like a really nice, just sort of doing its own thing sort of episode. Has no time constraints around it at all, which is fun. Um, and then also, I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah, the Godfather. Like I said, Groundhog Day was silly because it was like the most. I guess adventurous we were with just taking an idea and editing it to like just be really mm-hmm. silly. Um, oh, one of my favorite experiences is definitely the uh, the Big Lebowski episode. Yeah, doing the White Russian. Yeah, because we were just making White Russians. We were up in my office. It was a Saturday. We weren't on the clock or anything. It was like hot as shit in the middle of the summer. My office was <laughs> yeah. on fire, and we were <laughs> we were just like. I don't know. I brought those stupid snacks as well. It was like the cocktail sausages with like <laughs> with uh, guacamole and salsa to make bunny toes because like I was like, oh yeah, the guacamole is like toe polish and then the salsa is blood. <laughs> yeah, this works. This works. And then like I also ordained myself as a Judas priest, um, you know, so that was hilarious. So I'm technically a Judas priest. I'm available for weddings. Bad um, name. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, a Judas Priest cover band, but yeah, it's about the Judas Big Lebowski. Just everyone has to look like the dude. I think I'm doing all right. You know, I got the beard and just yeah. put some shades on. Yeah, you'd be good. Get a robe on. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. I love I loved the uh, uh, Good Burger, man. Good Burger. Oh, yeah. Live and I hope, I, hope, I hope you're able to do some more live one when we're back. Yeah. This is up to these people out there. Keep listening. Tell tell your friends. Make us, make us popular and then... Um, if we do well, we can maybe convince people again to let us do a show. Because yeah. we, <laughs> we don't work for free. <laughs> cool. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. So we started a Patreon earlier this year to help support all the work that goes into this podcast. We asked you listeners to help us out by donating $5 or more and that we'd hook you up with a bonus episode every month. And on Monday, I did drop for free, for free, our very first Patreon episode covering the amazing film that is Uncut Gems. Uh, so hopefully if you guys haven't joined us on Patreon, you enjoyed that gift. As I'm aware, this is a very unorthodox episode, so um, at least you're getting one cool episode this week uh, and then whatever this is. Uh, but if you haven't heard it yet, go check it out because no lie, some of the episodes on Patreon have been some of our best yet. So if you're interested in supporting us, head over to patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. And for $5 or more, you get a bonus episode uh, like our April episode where we discuss 2001's The Fast and the Furious. So this next set of memories is actually directly from that Fast and the Furious episode where Ariane, my former co-host who was here from the very beginning of the podcast with me, and uh, we had a we had a very awesome time talking about our favorite moments from the last year of the Pot Charles Cinecast. Mary was there all the way from the beginning. Mm. She pushed me into doing this podcast because I, I yeah. said that I was going to do it. And, uh, Never did. Yeah, <laughs> I just kept not doing it. And then Mary was like, do you. it. 
Yeah, I pestered you for a good two months. Yeah. Yeah, and then April hit, and he was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. And then we were sitting in screen one. We had this complicated setup of getting a table and two chairs and recording out of the thingy where we do our sound in the screen. And um, I think we were being told to wrap up. I think it might have, like, I don't remember who was up in projection, but they were just, like, starting the tests already. And we were like, fuck, okay, we gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, yeah. I remember that day really vividly. I'm not sure why, but, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, I I remember pretty well as well. Um, Mm. It was stupidly fun. Uh, I don't, as much as it, like, felt cool to to record in screen one like our downstairs yeah it screen. was not it was fun. <laughs> completely stupid to do that it was a hassle um, it was such a hassle all the setup yeah. and all that like you know i don't know like i i've started to pride myself in kind of being able to get like any sort of good sound that i possibly can out of a situation yeah. um mind you like it doesn't always work that well in the in the bar especially once staff start showing up or people are in the building yeah. because like or the air conditioning the comes on start flushing the toilet flushing yeah yeah right. oh god i miss it <laughs> i miss it i genuinely miss it it was weird i remember yeah. um looking through cuz i'm still in the work group and tamira posted like um, can anybody cover my Tuesday late? And I was like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. I had like a war flashback just being like, you used to ask me that even though we were on the same shift. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. man. Yeah. So it's wild. Uh, Ari actually named the podcast. Yeah. Um, just a little flashback if anyone <laughs> didn't know that. I did. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't what have a, a name, name at all for it. I didn't know what yeah. to call it. And uh I put it into our little private Facebook group for our cinema staff and yeah. a lot of people are throwing some fun things. Some good stuff that came up though was Sweet Saltered Mix. Sweet Saltered Mix was one. That became yeah. a segment. Which became um, a segment. Became a bit. Yeah. Yeah. What was and then I think there's some other bits that we were gonna do. Do you remember what was the um I'm trying to find the <laughs> Fuck <post>. Mandy Kill. <laughs> Fuck Mandy Kill, yeah. No, that was still me. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was that was gonna be a segment that never really yeah. happened. But then, like, it is like it's a segment that made zero sense. Yeah. Like, fuck Mandy, kill. Would you rather fuck, kill, or watch Mandy? <laughs> yeah. That's just an option. Like, yeah. disregard the third person yeah. or situation completely. <laughs> fuck Mandy, kill. Yeah, we can never figure it out. <laughs> we can't. But it was we were just laughing about that. Yeah, there was also the thing I tried to do for. I'm thinking back on like Ralph's episode. Yeah, for But I'm a Cheerleader. Uh, yeah, But I'm a Cheerleader. I was yeah, like, for sure, for sure. I remember doing something with that where I was trying to do like a a six degrees of Kevin Bacon game, <laughs> yeah. but like yeah. not Kevin Bacon. It would it would somehow link But I'm a Cheerleader to yeah, Russian Doll. Yeah, how many Doll links to Russian Doll, yeah. Without how using many links Natasha Lyonne. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was just ridiculous. Like absurd. I just could never figure it out. Like, uh, and I think I, I think I could have eventually had done it. If anybody wants yeah. to do that, you can do that. Please and, do, because uh, it is know. possible. It's definitely. I possible. think we did it. I think you like explained your working behind it, and then me and Ralph just looked at each other, just like what? Yeah, <laughs> I think I managed to get it. Like, I wanted to get it in six, and uh, not. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's stupid. Yeah, but <laughs> it was. It was kind of hard. It's it's silly and um, it's fun. Yeah, but yeah, that was it was a good time. Those. Uh, all those times back in the past recording back in the back in, back the, in past, the day in the real world what are what are some of your other favorite memories of the podcast um usually when we get interrupted is one of my favorite moments like with other staff members because yeah. they come in and give in their two cents and it's usually really funny but um <laughs> i have this really i uh, like loved doing the room episode with Suze. I thought yeah. that was amazing. And then I remember Massive coming in with his bike because he like cycles to work <laughs> yeah. and he came downstairs with his bike and we we're like, hey Nassif, what were your experiences with the room? And his face just drops. Yeah. And I was like, oh my That's God, so I adore this person. About the spoons. You're yeah, yeah. About spoons. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. That, that people hoard them in their hundreds. Yeah, it's so it's many. crazy. And then throw them in a basement. In Leicester Square. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's like absurd. It's me of like our throwaway culture. culture yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The room, that's like the most, like, that's yeah. That's, that's yeah. the room encapsulated, the room. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most accurate statement ever. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Nassif. No, it's good.
Um, yeah, so too, so many memories. Um, there's lots of stuff. Like we would move around a lot and we would go up into your office. Um, and then Jamie like made a sign that said pod bastards on the door. Yeah. And I loved it. Um, and we would force Paul out. Um, yeah. And shout out Paul. Or do the um, Saturday record. Oh, yeah. Do the Saturday in the recording. Of the summer, I'd come it was in. Hot as in the shit. middle of the summer, <laughs> I would come in on a Saturday morning. I would be walking to work. Um, for some reason what else just like b- bagels snack time it's snack time it's snack time and then also as i said uh alex from, from australia. australia our first email from last week has emailed, emailed back again. again all right okay what's the subject line he- it's this one is episode three good bagels. <laughs> the best thing about it is that Alex didn't um, reply to any questions that I asked nope. last week on the podcast. He no. just sent a new email. Yep. So, Welcome to Good Bagels, yeah. home of the good bagels. Can I Can take, I your, take order? your order? <laughs> Shout out, Good Burger. Uh, he said thanks for a fantastic chat about The Departed in episode three. I never considered that The Departed was kind of a second run of Gangs of New York story. Gangs of New York is trash. <laughs> doesn't hold up. The Departed <laughs> remains a personal fave, however, Shut and only enriched by seeing Infernal Affairs. I'd like to request a Pod Charles Cinecast review of De Niro's latest and greatest film, Good Bagels. <laughs> <laughs> and he sent us the link. Which I've watched. <laughs> I did too. And well, uh, he says, stellar performance, in my opinion, with a truly original and entertaining storyline. I almost can't believe this isn't already a film. Also, could you please purchase and live taste test bagels on the air? <laughs> Looking forward to it. Your number one fan down under, Alex. Thank you, Alex, for your email. So at Alex's request, um, oh, he asked if I could uh, purchase and live taste the bagels on the air. And guess what Jonathan did? So I came in today. We were setting up and um, I got the chairs out. And then I was like, oh, my God, did you actually buy bagels? And then Jonathan was like, shit, I was meant to hide them. Yeah, I was going to pull them out while we were recording. <laughs> Just to make Ari laugh yeah, harder. <laughs> but I did do it. I bought some of the Warburtons, the new, there. you can get them at any shop. Jesus, They're, are we trying to betray Amy's right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm all about anything that can get me some endorsement money. Some free food. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is, uh, this is the brand new. It says new on it. I don't know what's different about it, but they're soft and sliced. So I don't know if it's because they're soft or if it's because just new because, or if it's new because they're just presenting themselves like, hey, it's new. Yeah, we got a new re-brand. makeover. Yeah. It does look different, the packaging. But uh, I didn't get the plain because I figured, hey, if we're not going to be able to toast them because we don't have a toaster here. Yeah. Uh, it'll be better to try the cinnamon and raisins. Yay. So, oh, I'm so grab hungry. One. Oh, my God. Yay. So this is the probably the first in podcast history. Yeah. We're reviewing a bagel. A bagel. Cheers, John. Cheers. We just got <laughs> bagel. It's not bad. Actually, you know what? To not be toasted, I'm yeah. glad I got this one. Yeah. Because if I got the regular one, it wouldn't be as no. probably tasty. And I didn't bite the part. I I my mic was far away. I didn't bite the part with the actual raisins on that. Bite that again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is for you, Alex, <laughs> in Australia, and all you listeners out there. Oh. You can hear us eating. Bro, I haven't had a bagel in six months. It makes me so sad. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't had a bagel in a long time. I should have like. Yeah, you should I bring should, them. Back. Should get some bagels. You I, should get I, some bagels. It feels wrong, but um, yeah. maybe I'm gonna make some bagels. Maybe when we return. Yeah, <laughs> when we return. The OG. Return. Yeah, and then yeah. of course, good bagel or uh, good bagel. Yeah, good burger. Our, our live show that was great. stupidly fun that was so much fun <laughs> that was crazy i can't believe oh we God. were allowed to do that to be honest um yeah and we talked about feet no context <laughs> because here we go dan likes feet oh quentin now, tarantino has friends yeah we're not talking about like the way quentin tarantino no likes no no this we is addressed different. that on our tarantino podcast totally we came to, to terms with tarantino liking feet you did he's he's <laughs> an adult you know he he's he does what he does okay cool all right but dan likes feet and we got to remember that he works for nickelodeon children's, children's television. television okay so there's this all right well <laughs> this is from my carly yeah, that's a bit harmless, right? It's kind of harmless. No. No, ma'am. 
But then there's this. Yeah, this mm. is a real video of What's going Leon on Thomas here? pouring ketchup on Victoria Justice's feet. You can find this still at theslap.com, which is yeah. like the in-universe site from Victoria's. It's, which is, it's a bit odd. It's a bit odd. He tweeted it out. It was weird. But then there's this. Oh, God. Oh, oh, does anyone know who that is? Of course. Yeah. Of she course. looks a lot different, doesn't she? She looks so different. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, she is white. <laughs> she looks like the right race. Sorry. <laughs> I went there. Um, it's fine. This is what I we love, do on our I podcast. Love your music. We your uh, we If you don't listen to the podcast, we happen to go dig dig around on things, and then we find things that just distract us, and this is what has happened here. My last episode... It was Dusty, and after we like finished up and everything, Dusty gave me a hug, and like we both just started crying. Uh-huh. And I was like, "What's happening? I have a <laughs> shift later. Stop this!" Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 yeah, it's it's really weird considering how much time has passed, even though it doesn't feel that long. Mm-hmm. Like that was a year ago. Yeah, it's you nuts. Like, it's yeah. nuts. My hair was shorter a year ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember when um, you used to sneak in Disney Channel original movie titles? Yeah. As often as I could find them. I tried really hard for this one and I couldn't Mm. find anything. Um, I didn't try that hard. That's not true. I was just hoping there would be like one person that would have been like in a decom. Uh, But yeah, yeah, that was a running gag at the beginning. We would try to find disney channel original movies movies. um so if you go back and listen to those first few episodes there's gonna be one at least listen to those they they i enjoy them very deeply yeah yeah the one thing i sort of like regret was is i wish i talked about the rat and the departed more because i arguably the star of the film was that rat um, yeah just like the rat in endgame I'm sure they're related somehow, but um, rats in cinema—that's that's, that's yeah, the next. That's the whole Patreon podcast. Episode. That's the whole podcast. <laughs> I think my my biggest regret about The Departed was the fact that it was one of the secrets out here. Few films that I didn't watch before. Well, I've seen yeah. it, but I didn't rewatch it before, and I felt yeah, so lost doing the episode. <laughs> yeah. Truth I be told, I don't think I did. Much. I don't think I did. I think I watched Infernal Affairs, like, or maybe the first oh, okay. thirty minutes. But I, I didn't watch the I didn't rewatch The Departed. Yeah, I should do that. I haven't done that in a while. Um, but yeah, I can't else? think of any um, other episodes that I've done that for where I've just like been completely just felt like I was unprepared for it. Beyond the Black Rainbow, I remember watching um, at the Cafe Nero down the road mm. on my phone because I didn't finish watching it because I was so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. the cinema gods are going to kill me. I um, I did watch that one, but I was. Um, really unpre- unprepared for the episode oh, yeah. like for real. yeah like i'm struggling to figure out how i ever did a weekly podcast while mm. doing the job that i used to do on a because weekly basis Aquaman, dude. at the same time because now that i'm like not doing that and i've i mean i'm still working a lot for the cinema but like mm. we're doing a little less stuff and i'm not having to do an email every day and all the social media stuff every single day it's like a lot more spread out um and then i can use my time during the week to work on the podcast instead of doing it at like two in the morning Mm. like (laughs) i I think that's how you got away with it you did it two in the morning the day it was supposed to go out yeah and yeah it was great i don't know yeah meanwhile i would just be like on a bus to peckham (laughs) and (laughs) not doing that um yeah (laughs) So that was some of our favorite moments, but what about yours? How about some user feedback? So I reached out via Twitter in a panic earlier today because I was racking my brain with what to do with this episode. And uh, I asked you listeners if you had any favorite memories of the podcast. Uh, memories of the cinema, or just any questions for us. A couple of you actually came through, so thanks so much. Uh, I know it was very last minute, and uh, it was really just me hoping that uh, if I threw a life draft out there for myself, I'd be able to reel myself in. <laughs> so uh, so our pal Lee sent and he said, I'd never seen Good Burger. I was the right age for it as a kid in the Nickelodeon era, and I loved your episode on it. And finally, after over two decades... 
I finally watched it during lockdown. That's awesome, Lee, man. That's really cool. Uh, hopefully, we did directly inspire you to watch it. Uh, I think it's a great film. You would have heard a clip of our Good Burger episode actually a little bit earlier when Ariane and I were talking about it. Lee had also said uh, the stuff about PTA using the cinema shows that it makes it more than just a film house. So yeah, with Lee's, what Lee's referring to is in previous episodes, I talked about how uh, Paul Thomas Anderson had come to the cinema before to screen dailies of, I believe it was Phantom Thread and uh, when he was making that. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, and then Lee also said, my question would be, uh, you do a huge and diverse range of movie all-nighters. What audiences are the best and maybe badly behaved? And what's the oddest thing you've seen people do to get through the night or even where in the audience and staff-wise? Uh, that's a pretty broad question there. So let me unpack it all uh, by bits. So yeah, with um, the audience that are the best are probably going to be like, our Wes Anderson audiences or the Lord of the Rings audiences. Uh, they're usually just like the most chill, um, most well-mannered, especially the Wes Anderson audience. They're so sweet. Uh, so I always love doing those. Um, you know, it could be a really long marathon, especially when we would do all of them, but it's a really good marathon because everyone's just so lovely at those things. And that's always helpful when you have to be there all night long. Uh, badly behaved. Um, I mean, it can kind of be anything sometimes. Like you just never really know. There could always just be one or two people that just spoil an experience for everyone. And uh, I don't know, the one that really stuck out in my head was uh, there was one particular Arnie all-nighter because there's a lot of like testosterone going on during the Arnold Schwarzenegger marathons. And yeah, there was one in particular that was really bad uh, where we had to kick out like probably seven people in one night. Mind you, a couple was just because it happened to be a Saturday night and uh, there was just people who snuck in during the middle of the night or we were showing, I think, Whiplash at the time, and someone during Whiplash got kicked out. But with the actual Arnie screening that night, there was like two guys that got kicked out pretty early on because they were really drunk and they had snuck in a bottle of tequila. And uh, we, I think they were possibly trying to start a fight with one of our members of staff as well, which was pretty crazy. Um, we had some guy that was trying to steal, like we used to have this velvet rope that used to, go over our, our doors to the downstairs screen. And this guy was trying to steal this velvet rope uh, and we caught him. Um, funny enough, someone did steal that thing. Like I think that very Halloween, like that same year. So we ended up having to get that new uh, door blocker, whatever it is called. Anyway, uh, the new rope. And um, yeah, what else? You said, uh, oddest things I've seen people do to get through the night. Uh I don't know. I mean, people drink a lot of coffee and stuff. And and uh, I think the oddest thing would probably be people who drink beer all night because that's not going to help you get through the night at all. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, drinking water is probably the best thing you could do. Um, things with wearing, uh, what audiences wear. I mean, a lot of people do actually wear their pajamas and uh, onesies and I've seen people actually dress up in pretty wild costumes. Like you can check our Facebook page, the Prince Charles cinema Facebook page. And occasionally you'll see things like people dressing up in pretty insane, elaborate costumes for themed all nighters, like, you know, alien or something like that, or, or predator or something, you know? So there's some pretty wild costumes. Uh, I think someone dressed as Freddy Krueger all night with the full makeup. He looked just like Freddy Krueger and he wore that all night. That must've been horrible. <laughs> and uh the weirdest thing though with people i've seen people like going barefooted into the toilets um that's a big no-no for me i shouldn't say that but uh i've seen that done and that's pretty horrible um yeah don't do that if you come to the cinema and you take your shoes off put them back on before you go to the toilet that's pretty gross if you don't otherwise let me move on. Our next thing was from our pal, our lovely, lovely pal, Malcolm. He said, I really enjoyed the Groundhog Day episode and the Groundhog Day episode was really good too. <laughs> uh, that's a joke. So if 
you want to go check out our Groundhog Day episode, you'll get exactly the joke there. Um, we probably mentioned it a little bit earlier as well, myself and Phil. Uh, but anyway, I was really pleased with the reaction to the gifted Kit Kats on the ladies episode and the early episodes that taught us how to pronounce bros or bros. Um, okay, so the Kit Kats, Malcolm actually brought in Kit Kats to us and uh, to eat on snack time because we do snack time, which you would have heard a little bit earlier as well. Um, but yeah, the... Kit Kats were lovely. The ladies got to enjoy them. I luckily was there because I was producing the episode. I wasn't actually on the episode except for maybe laughing every now and then. And um, yeah, I got to eat the Kit Kats and that was really cool. So that was really awesome of you, Malcolm. That was really sweet. Um, But the bros thing, the bros, the bros. So I'm going to just insert this clip here and that will explain the whole thing with bros and bros. Is it bros or bros? I've never, I've never known. I think it's bros. Is it bros? I didn't grow up here, so I don't. Really, I didn't grow I didn't, up here either. I missed. I saw like I haven't seen that film yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the first fifteen minutes of it. But I saw a lot. I saw enough. I saw mm-hmm. like the because it's a meme generating film. Yeah. What we're talking about <laughs> is bros after the screaming stops. After the screaming stops, we which, are showing that. Which uh, is Luke Goss and Matt Goss. I think it's Matt Goss. And they. Please fact bros, check us, by the way. Bros? Yeah. But please. they could be bros. But I think they could it, be bros. <laughs> I think everyone says bros. Yeah. Uh, I but think yeah. it's bros. This is my favorite one. This is the best one. Okay, so congratulations on the podcast. For for info, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it the way it's spelled. Yeah. Bros is pronounced bros and not bros. <laughs> so we're still unsure. Is it bros or is it bros? Can somebody like send in like a phonetic pronunciation guide yeah i want you that'd be really helpful i want you us. to like email us at pod, yeah. <laughs> podcast at prince charles cinema record yourself you're saying saying bros or bros however yeah. you think it should be said i'm gonna start a twitter poll on the pcc yeah. account and just be like do you think it's bros or bros? I will, i'll super cut <laughs> it in and we'll try to figure out how many people have either said bros or say bros yeah. i think it's meant to be bros i We're think it's unsure, meant to be bros but but I like that it's a little thing now. Yeah. So, because he didn't really clear up anything, this was uh, Malcolm. Because it's via text. At, uh, <laughs> Wyka, uh, W-Y-K-A-H. Uh, Malcolm sent that in, um, and I just I still don't know if it's Bros or Bros. Nope. But nope. I love not a clue. I love that he attempted to he let us know. And thank I, you, Malcolm, for that. I appreciate him, and he wins <laughs> some <laughs> he wins, imaginary he award. Wins feedback for this week. Yeah, it's so good. First things first. Uh, here we go (laughs) here we go this is the joke that will never die Um, kill it please bros is pronounced like ross uh though so it's bros it's pronounced like ross (laughs) though bros sounds so much better please let us live he said his uh (laughs) wife was his wife was a fan of them back in the day um so maybe it should just be bros. Yeah. Or, or I'm going to call them bros. I don't bros care if it's... Bros before a hose? Yeah. That doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it as bros, but I know it's bros. So sorry for all you uh, bros sets out there. Yep. So that was it. Um, hopefully that wasn't weird. Hopefully this whole episode isn't weird. But um, anyway, I still don't know how to pronounce bros or bros. And I'm still calling them bros because they are bros. And yeah, that's how we do it. Uh <laughs> Malcolm also said, I'm really enjoying the podcast with a crew that have a genuine passion for cinema, getting a voice beyond asking if we want sweet or salt. You're a great bunch. Thanks so much, Malcolm. That's really sweet of you. I always appreciate hearing from you. You're a really awesome listener. Uh, And you've been so supportive, Patreon supporter as well. So thanks so much, man. Uh, Also, I just want to throw this out here because uh, Will uh, Dunn, our pal Will Dunn, he sent this in for last week's Star Wars episode. He said, not the Star Wars fan I once was, so I approached this episode with a certain amount of cynicism. So did I. <laughs> but he said, so kudos to uh, Tall for All and Far Away Sad, that's myself and Phil, uh, for turning out a really enjoyable episode. Great job. And yes, you will record an Empire episode, gestures hand. <laughs> thanks will uh yeah I, I didn't hear much more except for will and maybe one other person about uh, another star wars episode so yeah if you want more stars definitely let us know at the pcc podcast on twitter or email us at podcast at prince com. well you know we can't talk about uh pcc memories or 
our podcast memories without talking about the wild and wacky world that is the room at the Prince Charles Cinema. So last year, we had our very first bonus episode, and that came out between episodes 21 and 22. So if you want to find it, that's where you'll find it in our archives. And we talked about The Room for around two hours and 10 minutes or so. I mean, it's definitely our longest episode to date. Uh, It was really wild. And on the episode, uh, we had special guest and big room head, uh, comedian and singer Suze Kempner. She's awesome. So go check her out. And um, also on that episode, we had Tommy Wiseau drop in for a quick two minutes. So this is actually the man himself, which uh, was literally all we could hope for. So here's a little taste of that. Talking about the phenomenon that surrounding the film, yeah, the and actually what it means here to the Prince Charles Cinema, yeah. And as we uh, came in, uh-huh. you might have heard that there was a third voice with us. We have a special yeah, guest. We have a very special guest. Yeah, our first non-employee. Yeah, the first non-employee. <laughs> yeah, so it is uh, a singer, mm-hmm. an actress, mm-hmm. a comedian, yes, a room fan. <laughs> <laughs> The biggest Sega nerd I've met, met <laughs> since my cousin David when he was 13. And uh, yeah, uh, Twitter, Ayanapa um, lady, Christina Aguilera lady. Uh, it is Suze Kempner. Thank you. My whole life has been building up to this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about the room on mic. <laughs> How are you today, Suze? I'm really good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. To, this is my favorite cinema on the planet and now I get to talk about the room in this cinema on mic I think the you know we're also the room's favorite cinema on the planet right I mean surely outside of the states (laughs) yeah outside of the states does he do live you know screenings elsewhere in In other is there a special uh room cinema in the states Oh, are you calling it the state, the, the state, the U.S. of states, the U.S. of states, <laughs> yeah. the state of the U.S. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a different that's podcast. A different podcast. Sorry. <laughs> I want to get Tommy's Sorry. insight on that. Oh well. Oh well, last year people have tried. Yeah, they tried. Um, they asked him during the Q and A, he would be like, "No, no, I don't want to talk politics. Yeah. Can I do the voice? Yeah, go ahead. Oh my it. god, yeah. that's like my favorite thing. That he's like, "No, no, no. Like, there's yeah. angry door, there's happy door. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Pick happy door. Uh, yeah. See that, but that's him. That's him saying, isn't it? Yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's him. Special that's him way. That's him going. Segway. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, it's yeah. real bad. It's actually like, I don't real bad. Talk about it. <laughs> Ask me my favorite soup. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll uh, queue up right now. Um, in post. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, t- you know, really? we we actually talked to Tom Wiseau for this podcast. Yeah, and we did. I got about a couple minutes. That's all I could get. Yeah, um, so you get. Yeah. sort of wandered off to a barbershop so, before he said, "Oh no, my publicist said we don't do it." <laughs> you want to know about Big Shark? Tommy actually gives a little deets. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, hey, Tommy. Hi. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, Tommy, you've been coming to the Prince Charles Cinema for about, what, eight years now? Seven, eight years? Yeah, I've been living, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite part about coming to the Prince Charles Cinema in London? You know, it's excited to meet friends of the room, have fun. And uh, again, I always say this, we a new project. Actually, we'll, uh, we're working on a new project, Big Sharks, and I'm very excited to, to share the info about what I'm doing, how everything's going in America, so... Yeah. So, do you have any updates about Big Shark? I know a lot of people have been asking us about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm shooting in New Orleans, as I said before. The script is almost done, and uh, hopefully, we release in January, February. Worst scenario will be June, <laughs> 2020. But we're working very hard for it. Yeah. On it, yeah. Cool. And on a scale of one to ten, how much crazier is it going to be than the room? Well, I don't know. It's depending on the audience. I try my best. You know, I, I don't scale anything. Just try my best. I hope people appreciate, you know. Yeah, that sounds good. And one last question. You come to London a lot. Uh, you spend a lot of time during the day here when you're in London. What's your favorite thing to do in London when you're here in town? Well, you have architecture is beautiful. I mean, spectacular. London architecture, I always say, do you have a time when you go to London, see architecture, wherever you go, it's all buildings. Very, I'm very excited about it, about to see architecture. It's always discover something new. Then you go to museum. You, so let's start to see in London. It's it's very like a hip city, I would say. They always like see new buildings. 
but the old buildings are spectacular. It's just incredible, you know, like you, you learn about history, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Cool. And do you have any final words for your Prince Charles Cinema listeners out there? Just have fun with your life. Have respect for each other. Hopefully you can see you have time for the room. See once a month, whatever you want to do. And um, enjoy life. Be respectful to each other. Bye. Thanks, Tommy. Yeah, so if you've not checked out that episode, I really implore you to do so. I mean, it's probably the hardest thing I've worked on um, with this podcast thus far. Uh, It was literally just a couple of weeks of editing and deliberating over like stupid little details. And I was worrying if Tommy ever heard it, if he would be really angry at me or us or the cinema, because it's really hard talking about The Room or Tommy Wiseau and not just having a big laugh about the whole thing. I mean, come on. If you've seen the film, you know. Well, anyway, speaking of a laugh, uh, at Christmas time this past year, I got to spend nearly an hour chatting to the lovely comedian and soul that is Brett Goldstein. I knew Brett was like a huge Muppet fan, like a Muppet Christmas Carol fan, uh, because over the years I'd seen him at the, the cinema and uh, it was always for like Muppet Christmas Carol things. So I stupidly had this goal that if we ever did a, an episode at Christmas time about that film, The Muppet Christmas Carol, that I'd like to have him on. And uh, hey, it actually happened. Uh, so here's a little snippet of me embarrassingly telling Brett about that goal and just him talking about Muppets for a few minutes. Um, but yeah, Brett, the reason why I wanted to have you on this podcast, I've told you off air, but um, when I first started this podcast back in April, April I was thinking, oh, what fun things can we do around this time and that time, particular Christmas time. And I was just like, we do a Muppets Christmas Carol episode. I want to have Brett Goldstein on there because yeah. I've seen you here numerous times. Yeah. I'm going to see Muppets Christmas Carol. And I just, I know, well, I'll let you talk about it. You love that film, don't you? I love that. I <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, with no irony, I'm not being ironic. I'm not being like, you know, but not seriously. I'm being deadly serious when I say, I think it is one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. On every single level. <laughs> you want to know all the levels? Yeah, go ahead. Give me the levels. I mean, on, on, one, on level one, I think the story of A Christmas Carol mm-hmm. is probably the best story in the Western canon. Yeah. I think it's a, like it's a perfect story, perfect three-act structure. It's about psychology. It's about life. It's about... Um, how the past shapes you, how how your present is what you make it, and yeah. you know all the, all of that is literally a sort of metaphor for therapy and and what you have to take and let go of to move forward and and to develop empathy and kindness and and it's a fucking great mm. perfect story like and any so many film stories things that you love sort of follow a Christmas Carol like yeah, yeah. the idea of a bad person becoming good or this mm-hmm. character being tested three times uh it's a fucking good story yeah exhibit a the story is solid <laughs> story check <laughs> and then the fact that you've got michael kane 100 percent giving the performance of his career yeah again i'm not being ironic there's nothing silly about michael kane's performance yeah michael, michael kane is is acting and i read a, an interview where he said when he got offered the job, he said, I'm going to do it like I'm in the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah, I had that as a bit of a note. I, I took yeah. a few notes. But yeah, he did say that, uh, he said, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working in the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. I will never wink. I will never do anything Muppety. I'm no. going to play Scrooge as if it was an utterly dramatic role and there are no puppets around me. Yeah. And Brian Henson replied, yes, bang on. <laughs> and it's inc- he's so good. And when he, he, he cries in it, I mean, I've never seen, I don't think of a, performance of his that's as emotional as Scrooge and Muff Cruz Carol and the fact that he's really dark at the beginning yeah. and he's not like funny mm-hmm. he he doesn't try to be he's in a fucking serious drama about a, a troubled man yeah yeah and uh, he never sells it out uh-huh. it's a phenomenal performance and he's acting with Muppets and at no point do you feel He's when he says I, I will act like there's not Muppets there, I don't think that's true. I think he's he's interacting with the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. what he's not doing is acting like I'm in a kids' film, so I should be Yeah, yeah. He's acting I'm he's in this Christmas Carol. Way straight. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. So there's that. Yeah. Then there's the Muppets, mm-hmm. which 
I mean, they're the Muppets. They're the Muppets. They're <laughs> the greatest thing <laughs> of human creation. And then there's the songs and the music. Yeah. Mamma mia. <laughs> yeah, that was a really fun memory. Um, Brett Goldstein's super awesome. If you've not checked out his podcast, Films to be Buried With, you should definitely do so. Brett Goldstein is just hilarious and just so lovely. Um but yeah, it's starting to seem like this episode is turning into memories of our special guests. So with our last memory of the episode, I was just thinking I have to have one from our biggest guests that we've ever had, and that is the one and only Kevin Smith. He actually joined us for an interview during the Jay and Silent Bob reboot tour this past year. So yeah, like when Kevin was here, of course, he was like super busy. And he was going between shows and having some rest here and there. But then he was doing other interviews and he, you know, he did three shows and lasted like from, I don't know, seven o'clock or five, no, five o'clock. That's right. It was five o'clock and he went until like three or four in the morning. So he's a machine. So I have my stuff set up, like all my recording stuff set up, up in my office, and I hope to catch him for an interview. Even if it was like two minutes, we'd just go upstairs real quick and do a quick interview. But it turned out he was just like so busy, and I had to approach him like before the last show began to do the interview, and I just had to use my phone um, because he was just too busy otherwise. So I nervously approached him, and I just went up to him, and I was just like, hey, Kevin, um, you know, like, could you like join me just for like a couple of minutes. I work at the Prince Charles. We're, we do a podcast. I'd love to have you on. And he couldn't have been more accommodating. And he ended up giving me like 17 minutes. So here's a bit of that interview where he talks about his like first trips to the cinema and the origins of the mysterious Kevin Smith cubicle. Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Foster here, and I'm with a special guest. Oh, my. Who is it? It is. It's me, man. It's Kevin Smith, and we're doing a podcast. I've never done one of these before. Yeah, I've yeah. No. heard about them. Sounds fun, and I'm ready to try my first. We're in the back hallway, or the urine staircase, if yeah, you will, the at the PCC, the Prince Charles Theater. Um, what is the... What do you think it is? Just people like up top taking a leak and it trickles down? Why does it smell yeah. like piss here? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, less like uh, Lyle Street. Yeah. yeah. So it's... a. Uh, Hobo, hobo paradise. <laughs> it seems like a corner where people are like, I'm going to take a leak in this corner, and then that's what happens all the way. But, Thea, don't let that put you off, kids. You're never back here, right? Nobody comes back here. Yeah, no. This is only when you're, no, like, we, about to jump on stage. Yeah, we're like, we don't like you. Go up the piss fucking staircase. Um, the Prince Charles, anybody listening to this podcast, I'm sure is well familiar with this place, man. It's a magical fucking place. And this tonight was my 10th visit to this place. Yeah, I believe I got a cake for that. Yeah, you're about to do your 11th show. Is that right? So that was the 10th show. counting it every time we've been on our stage, I guess. Fair enough. So, it feels like, honestly, like I was like 10. I feel yeah. like I've been here longer than that, but yeah, perhaps yeah. not. What's the first show that you, do you remember coming to? What's the first one? What a great question. Um, let me think. It was me. Yeah, it was me standing on a stage doing Q&A. Because yeah. I remember I came in and the bar was Quentin. Yeah. Like it was yeah. all Quentin and shit. I was going to ask you the question. Yeah. You want to get to it? Oh, totally. It was the Quentin Bar, man. Like, I walked in. I was like, oh, shit, man. They fucking love Quentin here. And everyone in England loves Quentin and stuff. So it makes sense. And so I was like, this is great, man. And I had done, at that point, I think, three sold-out shows here. At least two. So um, I was like, Quentin, so what, Quentin comes here all the time? And they're like, no. And I was like, has Quentin ever been here? They're like, no. And I was like... You fucking made a bar for this guy and he's never been here. I sold out this place three fucking times. I said, can I at least get a Kevin Smith Memorial glory hole in the bathroom and shit? <laughs> Next night I came back. They put up the sign, the Kevin Smith Memorial stall. Yeah. And fucking they took me in to show me it. And it was beautiful. And ever since then, that was years ago. Ever since then, periodically on Twitter, it's now women because it's now in the ladies room. Because yeah. I guess the guys would steal it all the time and shit. Um, but uh, periodically, uh, at least once a month, somebody will text me a photo of like, you're staring at me while I piss. <laughs> it's very cool. Well, there you go. Cinecasters, that was how you got the Kevin Smith toilet. I guess none of the guys get to see it anymore, but you probably heard the legends. But um, it's there. Yeah. You can see it if you walk into the ladies room. Yeah. Just make sure nobody's in there and shit. Yeah, but. yeah. Knock, definitely. Yeah, knock hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's uh, unisex. You know, so that's oh, really? It could go both ways and shit? Here, yeah. Fair enough. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Kevin, um, I was going to ask you about that, but you, you I, I keep turning it the wrong way. Like a dick. Oh, I think it's just because it's flipping around. Oh, that yeah, is. Yeah. So I was yeah. turning it the right way. You're good. You're, okay. good. You're fine. We'll edit this out. <laughs> leave it on. Let them hear how technically proficient I am. I'm like, I think I'm holding it wrong. But no, it was so much fun seeing this new film tonight. Um, it's fun showing it to both audiences so far. We got one more screen tonight, and this is—I, you know—I had a feeling it would play very well in this place. We we did BFI last night, and that was wonderful. But I couldn't wait to be at the Prince Charles because I've been here so many times. Yeah, well, I appreciate it so much. You take—I know you how much time you got to go soon, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We are—we're uh, about to start the third show here at the Prince Charles Cinema, ladies and gentlemen. Starting at what time? <laughs> for that late <laughs> um, this will uh, we'll probably be Q&A at 3 in the morning 2.30 3 in the morning or something. so it's going to be a long fucking night man but it's always a good night here at the Prince Charles if you've never been well the fuck are you listening to this podcast for <laughs> um, but if you've never been you're listening to this podcast from afar make the trek man it's worth it they do amazing special things here if I fucking lived here I would be here all the time and not just doing shows going to shows they do a lot of cool fucking programming here man it's this is the kind of theater that should win some sort of screen award, man. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> Thanks, kids. Yeah, that was literally probably one of the most awesome moments for us. Um, so if you'd like to hear that full interview, uh, because we go into a lot of stuff, like I stupidly asked him about wrestling. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I like wrestling. Um, if you don't, surprise, I like wrestling. And uh, Kevin Smith started dipping his toes into wrestling recently, which was really funny. Uh, so I asked him about it, and that ended up being the majority of that interview. So <laughs> I did cut that out um, for this because, I mean, I was trying to save you a little bit. But uh, yeah, if you want to hear the rest of that interview and then the whole episode where it's just myself and Phil and our other co-host, Caroline, just gushing about his films and his career can find it in our archives it's episode number 34 uh well anyway this has been a pretty unique episode uh, it's time to close it out here i just want to say thank you to everyone if you've made it this far with me i'm sorry this is a very funny episode for me to do i'm by myself it's always really awkward doing this uh so far i feel like i've done okay i don't know hopefully you've enjoyed it um it's really fun to talk about memories and i just really hope this filled you with some joy uh hope <laughs> giggles love or curiosity for our older episodes if you've never listened to them uh, i just want to thank all the listeners out there who listen every week you can support us on patreon if you like it patreon.com forward slash the pcc podcast like i said if you donate five dollars or more a month you get a bonus episode every month from us uh, we've got a couple of cool things coming up in, in, in the program soon so Hopefully you you do that. That'd be great. And if you want to follow us, you can hit us up at the PCC podcast on Twitter, or you can send us an email at podcast at PrinceCharlesCinema.com. And either of those, you can let us know your favorite podcast memories or just anything. You can let us know how we're doing, um, uh, whatever you want to tell us. We're happy to hear it because it's times like this. I feel like I just really want to hear from you the most, uh, you know, or just from anyone, you know, because a weird time right now and this podcast has really been keeping me sane the last couple of months and uh, hopefully it will help me get through this weird time also don't forget to send your pcc memories for the pcc nostalgia project you can send that to hello at princecharlescinema.com please remember to buy a membership gift membership or gift voucher to help out the cinema this time it's uh really is incredible that all of you guys have done that so far so thank you it's definitely the best way to help us right now um it's going to be an uncertain few months as we try to figure out our way to open up again. And uh, in order to do that at full steam, we're going to need your help. Just let people know about us. That'd be great. I like to close this episode, though, with something a little bit different. Um, if you're missing the cinema experience, particularly the Prince Charles Cinema, my colleague Sophia, who I've been working with a lot lately because you know she helps me out with social media, um, we make our emails together. She does the Tuesday emails now, and I do the Thursday emails. But yeah, Sophia was on our Galentine's episode as well. And she made this incredible guided meditation. And I know that sounds a bit silly, but seriously, you need to give it a try. Uh, it literally almost brought tears to our team's eye, like when we were listening to it. So 
Uh, I really hope you enjoy it. I'm going to close the episode out with that because that's just how I feel like doing it this week. So uh, it's all about memories. And uh, I love you guys. Um, Thank you for listening. And here's the PCC Guided Meditation. Hello, and welcome to the Prince Charles Cinema. Take a deep breath. Get comfortable as we go on a journey through the PCC. Now close your eyes. You have arrived. You breeze through the glass doors. You're greeted with a comforting smell of warm popcorn. Neil Young's harvest moon is traveling through the air in the foyer. You feel all thoughts of the outside world fade away. You are here. Now, no need to worry about anything outside this very moment. You float down the stairs and enter the bar. All of your favorite people are there to greet you. Your mentors, your heroes, your loved ones, they're smiling at you. And you know with absolute certainty that you are enough. You drift into the auditorium, a soft, warm light fills the space, and you're surrounded by plush, welcoming velvet seats. You sink down into the soft cushion of your favorite seat. You are safe here. The velvet curtains are closed, and you feel anticipation at the prospect of them slowly opening up any moment now. The lights start to go down. The murmur in the auditorium quiet. The red curtains are drawn apart. And the auditorium goes completely dark. And then you hear the faint sound of a projector 
roaring to life. The image comes into perfect focus. It's time for the feature presentation. You take a deep breath. The show is about to begin. Thank you for coming to the Prince Charles Cinema. We hope to see you again very soon. We'll be back. <laughs>